Hey guys, it's your girl Brittany J, and I'm coming to you with an episode of Praying Mamas with a Purpose podcast. Man, I thank you guys for bearing with me. Um, I know a lot of people are anticipating and getting a little anxious for this episode to drop, and y'all, here it is. Hey, I got an interesting topic for us to talk about today. I hope y'all are ready. Hope y'all are tuned in, and uh, I'm ready for some questions as well. All right, so let's get into it. So our topic for today is the confessions of a working mom. Now, I know this is a little controversial uh, title because I know so many people, you know, who are really getting into, you know, have issues with women being in the working world. And, um, you know, that's just where, where, where we are right now. Uh, I want to kind of talk to you guys about that. I'm going to give you some backstory on me and uh, how I really tie into this title and this topic. Um, so we're going to get into it, but we know right now, like women, we are getting out here. We're doing our thing. We are in this working world. Uh, you know, just like some guys are working our way up and, um, this can be a good thing and a bad thing. You know, that depends on what our priorities are at home, what our focus, what our focus is at home. Okay. If you're a single woman out here, just grinding with no husband, no family, then, Hey, you do your thing. But there comes a little issue when we are trying to actually work our way up the corporate ladder and, and be working moms when we also have some responsibility at home. You know, it's, I know we are super women and we seem to think we have superpowers, but I'm going to tell you right now, uh, things can get a little crunchy when you're trying to be the top boss in your job and also be a great mother and also be a great wife. Like, it's just not enough time in the day to really get everything done and to be a superstar at every role. Now, there's some women out here that we can actually, you know, get out here and, and make it look good. When I tell you it's a little tough, it's tough. So we're going to talk about it today. Okay. All right. So a little backstory about myself. Um, I am uh, a teacher, of course, and a coach, and I'm uh, actually currently working on uh, doing some other things uh, in my educational career. I'm working on my principal certification. Um, but how you know, this topic came about, even how this podcast came about, uh, is that being in education has taught me so many things about parenthood, about being a mother, um, and about priorities. Um, I was wanted to, to let you know and say that, hey, like, you know, I knew I wanted to have kids one day. I knew I wanted to have a family. Uh, I know I want to, you know, have that great luxury, the great American dream, but I was, you know, I was ready to make some paper. Like, that was my goal. I wanted to make some money, you know. Um, coming from where I came from, like, we made it, but we had a struggle. My mom was a single mom. Uh, my dad was in my life, but my mom was the one who held it down, who uh, took care of me and my two brothers and did what she had to do to, you know, make sure we had everything we needed. So, of course, I grew up with independency and seeing my mom do what she had to do for us to provide, Um and I also saw a different side of my dad where, you know, he you know, did his job and working and trucking. And so I got to kind of, you know, two sides of it. Right. So my main thing and my main focus when I became a mother wasn't about, oh, I want to be this great mother. I want to be I want to strive to be the best mother I can be and the best wife. And no, nah, that wasn't me. Um, I was working or my, my mindset was to, you know what, I want to give my kids a better life than I had. And this was a mindset that I had in high school. You know, I'm trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. Like, it wasn't, well, I'm going to have kids. I'm going to have five kids and be married and be a housewife. Yeah, no, nah, that wasn't me. Um, but I can tell you, God is good. 
because he has given me a shifted mindset uh, now to where I'm shifting my focus more towards that. And that's where this podcast came about. Um, I've been an educator in a basketball coach and have a couple side businesses. Um, I've been doing, you know, education for the last 10 years, for the last decade, which my oldest daughter is 10. So I've been really grinding and, and been an educator and coaching since she was born. So she was born around the game. She was born in the gym, uh, being in the gym with me all the time. And at the time, um, I was freshly divorced uh, from my first husband. And um, so I was single at the time. So it was cool. You know, just me and her. I didn't have nobody else to really worry about. No other children, no other spouse. And, you know, it was good. But as my life has changed and progressed and I've been, uh, I'm married again and I have another child. We also, I also have a stepson that, that stays with us as well. All that has evolved, so my life has evolved, and I have to kind of change my priorities. Um, so when it comes to you know my focus and what I wanted to do, it was kind of still based off my single life until I got a you know a little awakening and and you know I had to think think about what I want to do with my life and my future around my kids. And I can be one to tell you, like again, I was about money. Uh, my main focus was I'm going to go to college. Uh, right now, that's my best way out. Didn't really know anything about businesses at that time, but I'm going to use what gift God has given me, and that was education, to make a difference and make uh, sure that my kids don't have a struggling life like I did. And that's what I've worked on up, up until this point right now. And I can honestly say that my focus was, hey, I'm providing me and my husband together, working together to make sure that y'all have a better life than we had. And that's all that y'all need to care about is kids. But I'm telling you right now, that was wrong. You know, I'm like, hey, sometimes, hey, mom can't do this. Mom can't make that party. Mom can't make that, you know, event. And my excuse was, I got to work. You want to keep a roof over your head? You want to keep, you know, being able to have the things that you have? I have to work. And it was a kid. They don't understand that. But that was my main focus up until about a year ago. And uh, God dealt with me in in a way that changed my whole perception. And I know it was nobody but him because... Trust me, I was still fighting it uh, about, you know, letting go of some roles and titles to make sure that I could be a mother and I could be a wife. And I battled with it for a little bit. I actually grieved the process of, you know, God telling me, hey, Brittany, you got to change. You got to make, you got to change in your career, make a change and for your kids sake. And I'm going to kind of tell you how that all came about. All right. Stay tuned. All right, so these are my confessions of a working mom. Uh, For one, I never intended on, you know, you know, not not working and not letting work be my focus. Uh, Like I said, again, I grew up in poverty. I grew up with my mom struggling, trying to do the best she could as a single mother. So I just knew I didn't want to have that same lifestyle. I didn't want my future children that I was thinking about at the time when I decided to go to college. I didn't want them to have to struggle or go through some of the struggles that I did. So that had, that had been engraved in me, you know, and not, that definitely wasn't the right idea. Uh, now that I think about it now that I'm looking, evaluating my life, but that was it. Um, I was trying to make a better life. I wasn't thinking about being the best mom, a great mom. I want to make my kids. Nah, I wasn't thinking about none of that. Um, until God, you know, brought some things to my attention that I need to fix. And that's where this podcast came about. Uh, again, I tell you all the time, you're going to hear me say multiple times that education made me a better parent. I see so many kids who are going without and kids that I even counsel and talk to that come to me with their uh, problems. And after 
listening to some of my athletes come to me and seeing some of the issues they were dealing with. And a lot of it came from a lack of attention from their parents and lack of time from their parents being able to give it to them because guess what? They had to go provide. They had to work. They didn't have time to really sit down and see what, what their kids were going through and what was bothering them and the issues that they were having. So after, you know, seeing firsthand what that does to your family, what that does to your kids, I was like, wait a minute, God, like in the direction I'm going, if I keep, you know, my main focus is chasing, you know, being a, a really great coach and being a head coach and, you know, being remembered as being this and that on the basketball court. Like, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting about the ones that's most important. Like, I'm putting the ones on the back burner, which are the ones that's going to, you know, matter the most to me. Out here chasing this dream, out here being a mentor and a, pretty much a mother figure to, to kids. And I'm knowing them better than I know my kids at home. I'm spending more time with them than I was my kids at home. And I was like, wait a minute, this back was here. And if I don't change this, I'm going to repeat a cycle that was passed down to me. And then my kids gonna be in the same situation as these kids I'm counseling. They're gonna be going to somebody else. Cause it's a whole nother topic. When your kids are not getting what they need from you, as a parent, as a mother, and this goes for girls, this goes for young men, they go seek it somewhere else. So I'm counseling kids and dealing with situations and problems in relationships and God knows what I can't even share. Uh, but all these problems derive from the lack of attention at home. And God really gave me that revelation. I'm like, wait a minute, like I gotta do something different. Like I love what I do. I can really honestly say I really loved being a coach. I love going to work. Like that was like my peace and my free time. Like that was my sanity of going to work, coaching, enjoying, mentoring kids, making a difference in kids' lives. But what difference was I making in the kids' lives that mattered most to me and those are the ones at home? That was the biggest problem. I'm out here putting more focus on the kids that I'm working with than the ones that I have at home. And God was like, yeah, that's not what I want. Your first ministry, your number one priority is your home. So anybody out here in the working force who, you know, trying to excel and get to the next level, I get it. That was me. You know, I'm still not selling to just be where I'm at, but the main thing is that, what does that matter when you're losing your family at home? You may be making this amount of money. You may be getting this type of recognition. You might have this type of title. But for the sake of you not knowing your family or really causing trauma that you're going to have to deal with later on in your kid's life because the lack of you being there, the lack of time you're able to spend and give them, that's not what you want. And being a basketball coach, it wasn't a hard job. Being education is not a hard job. But actually being a head coach and coaching, period, all coaches, my coaching friends, they know, like, it is a big responsibility. It's really for the single people out there. Y'all out there that's not married yet, that, you know, you out here just trading. Y'all go do what all that coaching, all the teaching y'all want to do. But for those who have a family, I had to make a decision. And it was a tough one, actually. You know, all my, my whole life, people who know me know basketball was my heart, my passion. All I wanted to do was make a difference in the area of basketball, in the area of sports. And then my goal began to be to be a great coach. Okay, at one point I had a dream of wanting to be a coach in WNBA, but my, after I had my first job I, or college, I definitely knew that was going to take up too much time. So I'm striving for this one goal, and the main focus should have been my family, should have been my kids. I couldn't do both. So sometimes, parents, we have to give up our dreams so that our kids can have one. And this may sound unfair and that, you know, yeah, it is unfair, but those kids didn't ask to be in this world. We made the decision to do 
what we did to bring them into this world. So guess what? We got to be responsible for what it's going to take to get them to the next level of where that God wants them to be. And that's the whole focus of this podcast is to being able to share the knowledge that God has given me with the world, with, with others, to maybe help one person. If I have one person, I accomplish my goal and just making a decision and, and change. You know what? I want to be different. I don't want to pass down this trauma or the generation of curse to my kids, no matter what the topic is. I'm not perfect. I never, I would never profess to be perfect. All I know is that God has given me a heart and allowed me to be vulnerable and be willing to share what I have learned and my mistakes as a mother and as a parent with you all in order to help us all grow and become better. You know? It's, I feel like it's my it's my responsibility to show what I've learned, especially as being an educator. There's so many things that I see kids going without. I can tell what type of parents they have at home by how they come to school, how they act at school. They're disciplined, how they pay attention, how they listen. I can understand, I can tell what's being focused on at home. And the reality of it is a lot of us, you know, a lot of people hear this term about this generation is different. Yes, God, they different. They are, you know, they have a lot of different things that we didn't have. They have in their lives. And yes, they are different. Yeah, they're a different breed. Trust me, they they, they are. I, right now I'm working in middle school and uh, it's been rough. And I've been working in, in, in high school my, the last 10 years and it's year 11 I, I decided to go to middle school thinking that was going to free up some of my time to be you know a better mother and be a better parent and spend more time with my kids and which it did but it's some other things I had to realize I still have to change and again these middle school kids ooh, they something different but my biggest issue and what again the they made this whole podcast come about was like i realized that these kids are different i realized that there's something needs to happen i realized that they have different type of parents than what we had I realized they have different opportunities different technology different distractions than we had and i was like if something doesn't happen we are going to lose them because i can tell you right now they don't fear nobody they don't respect nobody and it's just totally different. But my, my main focus and question was why? What's so different? So I've come back to the parenting part of it. And I'm like, okay, what's happening at home? Why these kids are not getting the same discipline that we got? And part of it is that we got more working moms and more working parents. And these kids are really raising themselves or we're allowing them to be raised by technology. Oh, go over and sit on YouTube, be quiet, you know, be quiet. As long as you're not bothering me, I'm over here working. Or I don't have time, I gotta cook dinner. So we're spending, especially mothers, are spending less time at home. Therefore, these kids are not getting the discipline and the nurturing and all that they need to grow and be who they need to be. That's the main focus of this episode right now, is that if we're out here working and and building and climbing the corporate ladder, who's raising our kids? What's raising our kids? Are they raising themselves? Are we letting technology and TikTok and Instagram raise them? Because that's what's happening. And the stuff that we used to have the time to focus on because dad was at work and mom was at home making sure the kids were good and dinner and all that stuff, we don't have time to focus on it no more. I don't have time to worry about if little Johnny over here really doing his homework like he said he was. I don't have any time to make sure, like, I'm, am I really monitoring what he's watching and, and what he's intaking and putting into his spirit on TikTok? Am I really monitoring what he's listening to that's driving him and motivating him in his actions? And it's all about time. 
what time are you putting in? And God allowed me to see this in, in myself and in my kids. I'm like, you know what? Well, my kids need me. My daughters need me. My stepson needs me. I can't be out here chasing this dollar and chasing this bag and leaving my kids behind. What is the profit of man to gain the whole world but lose his soul? I'm losing my, I was losing my kids. And even when I, you know, I, I get summers off mostly, but as a coach, you still work in most of those. And it's times when I realize I'm, I'm at home. I'm dealing with issues sometimes. I'm at home. I've already worked 11, 12 hours a day. Went to work at 7 on a game day. What time I get home? 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I go to work. I teach a class to forward and go coach a game, maybe even drive a bus. I come home. I can't, I don't have nothing left to give my kids. How, how, how can I, you know, have any energy to give them to be a mama, to, to see what they need, to, to really focus on their needs when I've given everything I had to that job? A job that would replace me if I was gone tomorrow and would forget about me in a few weeks. But these ones at home will be the one that will be needing me most, who will be missing me most. And I had to get that. And I got it. I was like, oh, God, you're right. Like, oh, my God. And my husband had to make me see it. He's been very, very supportive in my journey and trying to, to be a coach and, and raise up the, you know, go to every level I could and, and be successful in that area. But he had to make me realize some things, too. Like, and thank God I have a, he's a good man because he could have been doing God knows what because I ain't have time to do nothing. So those are some of the things that we have to think about. You know, it was times when, like I said, I would be at home, but my mom would be other, would still be at work. Um, Coach Prom, I, I heard this quote that he said, and it, it really stuck with me. And he said, he, you know, he allowed this for his focus and for his coaches. You know, it's one of his main priorities. He's like, I want you to be most present where your feet are. And it made so much sense to me. And that's what I realized, like, I can't be with this profession that I'm in. I, I can't. And not only being a coach, but also being a teacher. Like half the work we do is outside of school. We don't have no time in the work day to, to plan our lessons for the next time. It's done outside. You know, I'm watching film. I'm coming home from work. I'm home. I'm present physically. But mentally, I'm trying to figure out why we lost this game last night. Or what's going on with this player right here. Like she was not on her A game. I'm watching film. I'm trying to break down all oh, this. Is what we got to work on this defensive scheme. Like, this is what, this is, like, why these kids don't want to work? Like, why, like, it was so much things that, that were on my main, my, my, my brain and my mind from work. There's no way I could really tap into being a mother and a wife. Like, I'm mentally drained. And my mind is mentally not here. So that right there let me know, you know what? I cannot let this job and this, you know, dream of mine or this chasing this title or chasing this bag make me miss out on the most important blessings that a guy has given me. Everybody don't have the opportunity to be a mother or a father. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, you know what, God, I don't want to take this for granted because first of all, these are not my kids. You loaned them to me. You are trusting me with them. And while you're trusting me with them in their care to, to make sure that I can help nurture them to be who they call to be, I'm out here worried about chasing the bag and worried about my dreams. Like that was, I was like, realized how selfish I was. And I know it's so many parents like this. And I know it's hard because we have so many things that we have to do in life. Mamas, I know like our day, our job is, it's not easy. 
We out here trying to be wives and be, some of us are, you know, breadwinners and then be a mother. And then God knows when we're going to get me time in. Because if, if we can't, you know, get that personal self-care time in, which is a whole nother episode, how are we going to be 100% for all these other people who are depending on us? How could we, how can that happen? It can if we're not 100%. We're just out here giving and giving and giving and giving. To one point, we're going to realize, wait, I'm on empty. And I have nothing else to give. So take this time to reevaluate, to take a look at your life and figure out where can I cut back on this job? Like, is this, where, where can I get done at work so that I don't have to take any work home? Like I know as educators, can, can I use majority of my, whatever I have left of my POC of my conference period to, to get some lesson planning done so that I don't have to do it at, at home? You know, and that's just, like I said, the education sector. But any other job you're on, like, we have to realize and tell these bosses, like, hey, my family come come first. And it took me 10 years to get that. I would hardly call in unless I needed to. Like, now I, I shoot. It's a self-care day. I, I need to take care of me mentally. I'm taking this day off. I don't care what 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 the, how bad them kids are at school. When I come back, I'll deal with it. Cause it's times when we take off as teachers and we get emails all day. We asking, they asking about sub plans and you know, what did this kid do? Like shut it off. You know, we get these little breaks that we get that people think is a luxury, but we spending that time to plan. You know what? Again, I have, I have eight classes a day. I might have two conference periods. I'm working on teaching all those, all those periods. Those conference periods are not nearly enough because they're going to take one for PLC few days a week so we're planning I'm not to plan before or after school not to mention tutoring before or after school where if you're a coach when you gonna have time for that so these little weekends we get these breaks and these summers man they they just to plan for the next work day and like again that's just education okay so let's just bring it back all I'm saying is don't let these jobs, I know we have to provide. I know some of us, some parents, there's fathers doing it on their own, their mothers doing it on their own. And then I also know that there are mothers and fathers, husband and wives are working together, doing the best that they can to provide and give their kids a good life. But don't let that be the focus. Find a way to balance it all, which I know that's like a curse word. You know, when it's tight, I'm going to work on lesson plans for an hour. When I get off work after that, I'm giving this focus, this time to my kids. I'm giving this time to my husband. I'm giving this time to my family. On Sunday, I'm not doing anything work-related. And so with other industries, you have to do the same thing. Again, the quote that Prom, you know, said it, Coach Prom, Deion Sanders, it stuck with me. I want you to be more, be present where your feet are. That means that if I'm at work, I'm doing my job to 100% to make sure I don't have to take anything home. I'm making sure I'm not cutting any corners. I'm doing everything I got to do to fulfill that job while I'm on that job. That means that at that time, they may be cut out some family, some extra time, extra calls, or what the case may be. But then when I'm at home, I'm not giving this time to that job either. I'm going to be 100% where my feet are. That's with my family, giving them my time, my undivided attention, physically and mentally. And that's what we have to do, guys. 
These are my confessions of a working mom. I actually like my job. I like working. And some people don't like working. They, you know, it's easy for them. I don't mind working. I got this from my father. And that's what this next segment is going to be about. Is that what happens when this is just something that's in you? It ain't all about just making money. It's not all about trying to chase a bag. It's just, you know, my father was like this. My mother was like this. So now I'm just a working, I'm a workaholic. I'm admit. I am or I was a workaholic. I liked working. I liked making money. I liked, I just liked being needed in that area. I was good at, what about, I'm good at what I do. So I'm going to be great at, I'm going to try to be great. That's okay. But don't put that before your family. Because that's what matters most. And upon this revelation that God gave me, I realized that I'm not, it wasn't just about me chasing a bag and wanting money. It wasn't even about just wanting to give my kids a better life. That's what drove me. But my main focus is that my dad was a workaholic. So then that's just some trauma and a generational curse that passed down to me. And if I don't make a change, guess who else going to be a workaholic? My kids. They were going through the same trauma. And the issue is that it wasn't even about, you know, oh, you workaholic, you work a lot, want to make money. No, it's about what is it doing to those kids who don't have the time with you? Where are they going to go seek that time from? Wonder why your daughter, you know, is, is attracted to a certain type of man. It's the lack of attention that she didn't receive from her father or her mother in that case. And I realized that that was me. I don't really feel like when I was a kid, I don't feel like I spent, I know I didn't spend enough time with my dad. I'm not blaming for any decisions or relationship that I got into, but I didn't spend a lot of time with him. I yearned for that. And that's where my habit, that's where my issue came from. I yearned to want to spend time with my dad. And my dad got me, you know, I, I, he spent time with me, but I don't feel like, like I said, again, as an adult now, it's times I don't feel like I didn't spend enough time with him. And then it comes a time when you don't even desire to when you come in a teenager. So, Dad, I'm about to talk to you real quick. Going and get your kids for the weekend or whatever time you have for them, which is just a weekend is not enough. But we'll talk about that later. When you come to spend time with your kids, especially, you know, either daughter or son or multiple, they want to spend time with you. Not your mama. Not their grandmother, not their aunties. They don't really want to, I don't want to go play with my cousins. And I'm speaking from me. This is my personal experience. My dad will come get me. He will take me to, and, and spend some time with me. But majority of the time that he had me when I was younger, as I remember, he took me to my grandma's. He took me with my to my aunts and I played with my cousins. And he might have did his own thing. Deep down, that's not what we wanted. That's not what I wanted. I could have been sitting in the truck, he could have been drinking a beer, and I just could have been, we could have been listening to music and I would have been the happiest because I wanted to spend time with him. Do y'all get that? Your kids want to spend time with you, mothers and fathers. It can be something simple. Figure out what they want, what they enjoy, what they like doing and taking an hour and doing that. If it's sports, be sports. If they like a video game, go play the video game with them. Dads is not... I'll be homophobic and, and your daughter like dolls, into dolls. Go sit down with her in, in her room while she's playing with her dolls. Guys, that time is so valuable. Those are memories that these kids, the kids don't forget. 
It ain't about how much money you spend. It's not how much child support you pay, what you buy them. It's about time. And I want so many of you to get it before it's too late. It's all about the time you spend. That's more valuable than anything you can buy them. I promise you right now, if you go back and you have grown kids or teenage kids and you ask them, what was their most precious memory? It's going to be about something y'all did together. Oh, no, my daddy bought me these J's and I had these clothes. No. It's like my dad, he helped me comb my, my baby doll's hair. Was my, my mom, my dad took me out and he helped me learn how to dribble a basketball. He threw the football with me. It is about time. There's no amount of money in the world that can make up for the time your kids want to spend with you. And it don't have to be hard, parents. Just think about and see what your kids are into. If your daughter's into TikTok dances, go do a couple dances with her, even if you can't dance. That's me. I can't dance, but I try. That's what's valuable. Your kid into cooking and baking, go bake with them. Color with them. Go ride a bike. Just teach them how to ride a bike. Go watch them ride a bike. If you don't know how to play sports, just go to where they like to play sports and watch them. Stand, off, stand outside, take a few moments off your phone, paying attention and focusing on them. That's all they need. That's all they want. That will make the difference in some of your parents and your kids' relationships. You want to bond with your kids? You want to get closer? Like, my kids, she just act like she don't like me. No, you just don't have time for her. Make time, parents, while you have it. We don't know how much time God has given us with our kids or even for ourselves. Spend your time where it matters most, not on that job. Get them their eight hours or how many hours you work and then you go home. Be with your family. Do things your family like doing. And I know it's, it's easier said than done because we be tired. I know I be tired. But I have to set aside time. Hey, this is my family time. This is, I'm going to give this time to this kid and then this, my other kid and then the other kid. We make it a lot harder than it has to be. But our kids need your time. And this goes for moms and dad. They want to spend time with you. Don't take them to grandma's house and drop them off and let them play with their cousins. They ain't what they want to do most of the time. You can be doing the simplest thing. Y'all can be just sitting together laughing and watching a movie together. That's valuable. And that was me. I can speak to you guys about this because every situation that God allows me to be able to talk and speak on this podcast, I've had to directly experience this or know something directly related to this topic and subject. He has dealt with me. He's still dealing with me about it. I'm not no perfect parent. I do not profess to be a perfect parent. I'm just willing to share my vulnerability to help somebody else. I'm willing to let God use me as a vessel to just bring some things to your attention that you may want to go and check. Check where your focus lies. Is it is it on the money? I know we got to make money. I know it. I, it's no, I'm not telling you to go quit your job and just go be a stay-at-home mom because I know half of us can't do that. But if there are any, is there are hours, there's 30 minutes that you can take to dedicate to just focusing on your kids. It could be just go build something together, go paint. But that's what it's gonna take for us to get this generation to where they need to be. They want our time. They need our time. 
They need us really being mothers, moms. They need us at home more. Not saying at home completely. They need us at home more. They need us focusing more on them and what they like to do. Nurturing. We can't nurture. We out here chasing a bag. We can't. If we focus on all these other things, it's hard for We can't do it. I know we got so many goals and things we want to obtain, especially with this generation of even at our level right now. We want to get all we can get. We want to be entrepreneurs. We want to chase the bag. We want to be booked and busy. Again, though, if we don't make no time for our kids, guess what is? The world, Satan. And at some point, it can be too late for us to reach them. Let's reach them while we can. God has trusted our children in our care. And I know we're not perfect. We don't have it all together. Trust me, I'm, I'm praying daily. I pray daily for God to, to show me how to be the mother he called for me to be. For my husband to be the father that God has called him to be. And for me to even be the stepmother that God has called me to be. Okay? The main thing I want to say, God, this is, is realize if it's an area that you feel like you can change, Let's talk to God about changing. God, help me. How can I be more present for my kids? What can I change? What can I let go of? What can I rearrange to make sure that I have spent some time or dedicate some specific time for my kids? Because guess what? Like, I know we have day-to-day. We have we have jobs. We're wives. We're mothers. We are most importantly got to spend time with God as well. Can I get up a few minutes early every morning? Can I go to bed a little bit later at least? Can I tuck my kids in at night? Can I... Can I just start with just saying my prayers with my kids every day? Or can I just start by saying a prayer for my kids every day? God, show me how to be the mother you called me to be so that my kids can grow up and be the men and women that you call for them to be. Don't let me hinder anything that you have for them. Protect them, cover, watch over them. Cover their minds, cover their hearts, guard their hearts, guard their ears. Lord, help me to find focus first on important on you and then find focus in the area of my family and my kids and let this job come last. Yo, we have to do this. If we want this generation to change, we want because we see the direction it's going. If we want them to change, if we want them to be better, we want them to, to strive to be who God called them to be, we first have to change. And I was wondering, like, man, I'm complaining. Like, these parents ain't, what? Well, these parents ain't doing jack. Like, they ain't doing, is an educator. I'm like, man, like, what's wrong? Like, what's going on? Like, I had, it started with me. I had to check me. I had to look at myself first and realize, wait a minute. They probably doing what I'm doing. They focus on the bag. They trying to make money. We trying to go buy this car and buy that house and, and making sure that we got food to eat. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of heaven and everything else will be added unto you. So that's what we have to focus on. If I see God, God, what do you, what's your vision for my family? What's your vision for my kids? What's your vision for me as a mother? God, I give that to you. Well, help me be the mother that you called me to be. Help me to put my priorities in line and focus on you. And then you will add everything else. That money going to come. All the things that you want. we put our focus and we see God first and strive to be the parents and on our first ministry, which is at home, the bag will come, guys. 
And I'm telling you this because it's something I, I'm dealing with right now. God is taking me through right now. I stepped away from all I ever wanted to be is a head coach, be a successful basketball coach. I stepped away from that because I said, hey, you got to make more time for your kids. I'm like, but God, I'm just getting started. I'm just three years in being a head coach. Like, this is you. You made you open this door, God. Yeah, but now I'm, I'm taking it away. I'm, I need you to, to honor me. I need you to obey me. Step down. Your kids need you. I had to get that for myself. It started with me before I can come on a podcast or tell anything to anybody. God had to show me. I grieved for months, stepping out of a role that all I, all I ever prayed for. Yeah, I had to step out of a role and a title and a position that I've always I asked God for. I felt like he opened the door and he allowed me to be able to do what I desired to do. But it was a time stamp on it. Not saying that I'm not going to, he's not going to have me doing it another time. But right now he's like, you know what? Like you have to focus on your kids. If not, you, you're going to be in this, your kids are going to be in the same position that all these other kids that you see daily. All the issues they're dealing with, the traumas that they're dealing with. Your kids going to be dealing with the same stuff if you don't make a change. I'm calling you to something else. I'm calling you to something different. And it, it was, it was just mind blowing. I'm like, God, like. I've been doing this for 10 years. And for him to say, you know what, time's up. Trying time to do something else. Like, but I trust you. All I can say is, God, I don't understand. I don't want to do this, but I trust you. I trust you have something great for me. I trust that, you know, I you allowed me. I'm grateful that you allowed me to do something I've desired and enjoyed and been able to do for the last decade. So if you telling me that's you want me to do something else, this is it. I trust you. Cause you didn't have to do, you don't have to give me 10 years. And it's been some great experiences that I've been able to experience over the 10 years as a, as a basketball coach and, and as an educator. And I'm just grateful for that. So I'm like, God, I thank you. I don't understand, but I trust you. And that's even how we have to be with our kids. God, I don't understand what you're doing in their lives. I don't, I don't even understand what you're doing in my life. But guess what, God? I'm, I'm going to come to you daily, stay before you, and I'm going to trust you. I trust you with the lives of my, I trust you with my kids' lives. I trust you with, with what your will is for my life and their lives. Just help me be the best I can be. I just want to be caught trying to do the best I can. We're not going to be perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We're not going to make the best decisions. Our kids ain't going to always like us. They're not supposed to. But we know we're, what we're doing is in the best interest of them and their future. That's what God asks. Again, that can be tough. Because that means we got to check ourselves. Some of us are selfish. Like some of us are out here really pursuing and chasing relationships before our kids. And like, is that what God wants us to be? Is that what God wants us to do? No, he doesn't. If you seek first the kingdom of heaven, all else will be added to you. Your, your, your wife will come. If you allow God to, if you trust him and you wait on him, your husband will come. The money will come. We have to just get caught doing what we can do. God, I'm not perfect. I don't understand it all, but I'm a trust that you're going to lead and guide me. As a mother, I'm asking that daily. I asked my mom, like, when I was, you know, we were growing up, like, mom, what did, what, you know, what did you do? How did you, you know, 
know what to say no to and, and what to allow us to do and what not to do. And she said, I didn't. I just, all I did was ask God to help me raise my kids. Y'all, that's all we got to do daily though. God, help me raise my kids. And like, again, some decisions we make, they not going to like. They going to think we mean. I know I thought my mom was mean. My brother thought she was mean. But now I'm grateful and I'm thankful for her making some decisions she made because I, I wouldn't have made the best decision. That's what we have to do. You have to ask God, hey, God, I can't do this by myself. I'm not, I'm not supposed to have all the answers because then I won't need you. So God, show me. Do I need to let her go over here? Do I have to let him go over there? Should he stay? Should she stay at his house? Like we have to go to God with our kids, for our kids. And that's going to help us. It's going to help them. Help us be the mothers and the fathers that God has called us to be. And guys, it's just my confessions as a workaholic. Or as a working mom. Like I had to get it myself. I'm still dealing with it. Still, it's a lot of things I don't understand as a mother, as a parent. Especially, you got each kid that's they can both all got different attitudes. Like what you do, you can you can talk, you know, stern with this one, but you talk stern with that one, like they gonna start crying. Like, God, what do we do? Help me! Ain't no manuscript for this. Ain't it's not what we gonna look up in the book or look up a Google how to be the best parent. There's going to be a million different ways, different people are telling you what what is what does it mean to be a great parent. Culture going to tell you the opposite of what Christ is telling you. But God, we can do this. If God called you to be a mother or be a father or be a parent or any capacity, he did so because he knew you could do it. He knew that you could do it. He trusted you to do the best you can. So these kids can turn out to be the best that that they can be. And that's what we want. That's what God wants. So I challenge you. Can you make a, can you kind of just reflect back on your life as a a mother and as a father, as a parent? Like, guys, there any area, what, what can I fix? Where can I be better at? Can I start with how I talk to him? Can I start with how, you know, how I listen to him? God, how can I spend more time with them? I, I'm busy. I don't have time. Like, I, I got to make this money. I work these many hours. But God, show me how I can make a difference in my kid's life in the area of time. Time is all they need. Y'all, all they want is your time. They don't want you. They want, they want everything for once. They always going to want something. But the main thing that they really desire that they can't even share with you, is your time. I remember asking my students, like I just said, hey, how many of y'all feel like y'all parents spend enough time with y'all? You'd been amazed at how many kids said they feel really feel like their parents spend enough time with them. And that kind of broke my heart. But it checked me. It made me want to go home. You know, I'm going to spend this time with my kids. I'm going to go do this with my kids. Yes, we don't want to do it. Yes, we're tired. So many times I'm like, oh my God, I got to go out here. You want to do what? You want to go where? I'm tired. But guess what? God gives me that. God give me the strength. And I'm not telling you two to take all your spare time and give it to your kids because that's that's impossible. But set aside some time to, to hey, you know what? Let's, what y'all want to do this weekend? Or I'm giving y'all, y'all have two hours. What y'all want to do with this two hours we have today? 
split it up amongst them, figure out what family event, what you can do. And it ain't got to cost no money. Let's go wash the car together. Boom. Let's go clean out the garage. Let's go plant some flowers. I don't know, but something that shows that you want you want to give them your time. You want to spend quality time. It could be something simple as playing a game together in the house, outside, or watching a movie. Try cooking together. Look at some of their favorite meals. Say, hey, y'all want to come help me make this meal today? They love that. It ain't hard, guys. We make it hard. We make it hard. So let's strive to just be all we can be. This week, guys, just try to take some time. Say, hey, how can I give 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes or an hour to my kids? Free of work, free of anything else. Because one of my biggest things, I I had to stop reminding them that I got to work. I'm like, okay, baby, I'll see you. I'll try my best. I'm going to try to make that. Put in for those hours. Put in for that day. Go to this kid's field trip. Take the time to tuck him in at night. Let's say our prayers together. And definitely one of the most important things we can do is praying over our kids daily. That's one of the main things we can do. And this week I'm going to give out a few prayers that I, I use that I, I say over my kids and anybody can use and say them. And it's not have to be, it don't have to be long. It don't have to be nothing long. You don't have to be uh, this long-winded prayer. Some people think, make it, no. God, cover my kids today. And camp your angels around them, their school, their teachers, their classmates. God, guard their hearts, guard their mind. Cover them from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet. Lord, help them please you in their actions, in their words, today and each and every day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Something as simple as that, guys. Guys, as this episode comes to a close, um, these are my confessions of a working mom. Um, again, we don't expect everybody to be perfect. Uh, I'm just a vessel that God is using, and I'm allowing him to use me, use my vulnerability, use my transparency to help us grow as parents. Um, I just feel like it's my duty. I feel like there is an issue that, that needs to be solved. There's an issue with this generation, and, and it starts with us parents. It starts with us moms uh, doing the best we can, seeing the areas that we can improve in, and choosing to to make a step towards that direction. And like I said, I just feel like God is using me in this time for this purpose. So I'm going to leave us with a uh, scripture that's pretty much the basis of, of why I started this podcast. What this podcast is, I feel like I want us to grow together. We're going to cry. We're going to you know, laugh together. But let's just go be great. Let's go know we can be and go and strive in direction to be who God called us to be. So the scripture that I'm going to be reading from the close is going to be Esther 4, yeah, verse 14. And it reads, if you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place. But you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just a time such as this. Y'all, this is all the reason I'm doing this. I want to share. I don't know why, what God's doing, how and why he's doing it, but I just want him to use me. And whatever he wants to get out of this, whoever he wants to help, I'm being here for that to happen. And I'm going to leave us with a prayer. Uh, this is just some encouragement for the week. Um, 
for us mothers and fathers on this journey of parenting, we know it's not easy. Uh, we were called for this though. God, he, he called us to this y'all. And we don't have to just settle for being whatever we can be. We can go be great parents. Our kids could have great stories to pass on to their kids about what their parents did in their lives and how great their parents were. You don't have to be a, a trauma story. You don't have to be, you know, I can't, I got it out the mud. No, we can actually have some good examples of parents and traditionally pass that down to generations and generations. That's what I believe. Our, our kids can be saved. They can be healed. They can be upright. They can walk into who God called them to be in this lifetime with confidence and we can be confident as parents saying, you know what? I didn't know everything, but guess what? I trusted God. He helped me raise my kids. And this is where he allowed them to be. Okay. It says train your child up in the way it should go and they won't stray far from it. That's all we're striving to do, guys. That's all we're striving to do. So here's this prayer of encouragement. Y'all be encouraged. You know, reach out to me on my social medias. Uh, if you have any questions or anything like that, man, I'm, I'm here uh, I'm just allowing God to use me again. I'm not perfect. I'm just, I'm just, I'm a progressing parent, a progressing mom that I know how to pray. I don't have all the answers, but I do know who does. So with you, with me, I'm, I'm going in love and we're going to go to God with our answers and he's going to help lead us and help guide us and help us raise these kids to be who he called them to be. All right. So here's a little encouragement, right? Praying mama, you got this. God created you to be the mother that you are because he knew that you could trust he could trust you with the task he knew that you would need your children just as much as they needed you that's why he placed them in your lives and with a foundation built on him he equipped you with all the tools that you needed to be just who they need you to be although you don't have all the answers to all life's problems and every hurt you do know who does and you know who have all the answers and he who will be there as our comforter with that, you would trust God with every problem. And God, we trust and understand that you are in control and you will never leave or forsake us. God, help us to continue to trust you with our lives and with our children's lives and understand that you have all the answers and that you always got us. God, help us to be the mothers and fathers that you have called us to be so that our children can grow into the men and women that you have called them to be on this earth. In Jesus' name, we pray, we thank you, and we give you honor, glory, and praise. And say that it's already done. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Y'all be blessed. Have a blessed week. Until next time.